0: Woman's View with Amanda Dixon. A look at the news here at home and around the world, all from the perspective of women. Now, Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM.
1: Welcome to A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. Such a treat this Super Bowl Sunday to welcome my friend Janetta Williams to the show, president of the Salt Lake branch of the NAACP and NAACP Tri State Conference of Idaho, Nevada, and Utah.
2: Janetta, good to see you. Good seeing you as well.
1: Kristen Sokol is with me, professional relationship and dating coach at kristensokol.com. How are you, Kristen? I'm great. It's so great to be with you again, Amanda. And Ashley Thorne is with me, marriage and family therapist with Four Points Family Therapy. Ashley, it's good to see you, too. Good to see you. Can I start with a couple of more serious topics before we have a little fun on this uh, Sunday? Uh, I want to start with one that I thought, wow, we don't often hear. I mean We hear stories in the news all the time about crime. We st- hear stories about shootings. We hear stories about arson. Stories in the news all the time about crime. But here's a story. That maybe didn't get as much play as I would have liked. Overall crime reaches 15-year low in Salt Lake City, and I'm reading this was a uh, something that Mayor Mendenhall and uh, Police Chief Mike Brown announced this historic 15-year low. That overall crime dropped 11% in 2023, and that includes a 10% drop in violent crimes. Although the number of suic- oh, sorry the number of homicides remained unchanged. But there's even a 12% reduction in property crime. So we see, I mean, depending on what news channel you watch, you might see what looks like a crime spree happening every day. But that's not our reality, Janetta. Can you speak to that?
2: Uh, Yes, Amanda. So often all we hear is the, uh, it seems like a large number of crimes every day. And then I know I was saying to myself, you know, not only just Salt Lake City, but West Valley City, Sandy, West Jordan a lot of those areas too I was thinking gosh it seems like these crimes are going up and then when I read that they were going actually going down I thought well that's that's really good because we do have uh, a lot of good police officers out there and I know we have you know a lot of people that are you know criticize the police as well but our NAACP, I started a first responders awards January of 2017 where we recognize uh, officers that's gone beyond the regular call of duty to do good things in the community, and and we don't see that a lot either. And so it's uh, it's good to see uh, the recognition and the recognition that crime is going down.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, I I read a book recently, Ashley, about that was written by a researcher who said he goes all over the world and he asks people of all different demographics, all different education levels, do you think you live in a more violent Place and time now than it was 20 years ago or 50 years ago and almost to a person they say oh it's way more violent and the opposite is true it's 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 interesting what our perception is versus reality but go ahead and speak to this any way you want Ashley
3: well sure you know and I think social media likely plays a lot into that because people you know there's, there's a heavy emphasis on like the gun violence and everyone has different opinions on gun laws and like there, it becomes this hot button topic and it becomes very intensified. And so then I think it's easy for the brain to register that as well. I might not be safe. And so I could see, I can see why people might, you know, say that, that, oh, it's more violent now than ever. I think we're really lucky to live in Utah because overall, like, you know, there are certainly other States, other cities, that tend to have higher crime rates, violence rates. And so, I I mean, I'm always really grateful to live in a place where I feel like I can raise my kids. They can walk to their friend's house. I, I feel like overall we live in a pretty safe place. The Salt Lake city article was kind of interesting to me because I've heard nothing but negative about Salt Lake city for a long time. I don't live in downtown Salt Lake. I don't work there. I don't go there that often. Um, but any feedback I've heard from people I know, it's been sort of an opposite report. So it was interesting for that article to come up. I did go down the comment section to see kind of what the response was. Yeah. Um, and there were a lot of people on there saying, I'm a business owner here, I live here, and still reporting that they don't feel safe, that they don't know that they buy this report. Um, and there's always going to be people on both sides of, of a coin. But yeah. Um, you know, there's some people feeling like either I don't know, numbers are skewed because it's an election year, or that the, whatever the number is, it's still just too high. So I did find that interesting that there there seem there did seem to be still quite a few people not feeling safe and protected. I think there's probably still work to be done, but I I I hope that I hope that statistics accurate. We always want to hear that things are getting safer.
1: Yeah, Kristen, what's your take?
3: I think everybody's just too tired to do crime anymore.
0: Or maybe they're too busy playing Candy Crush, right? They're they've got better things to do. We've got these smartphones that keep us entertained. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I you know, I think um I'm married to a CPA and he always says the things that get measured get results. And so they I, I read in this article that they are they have implemented a new data driven police. You know policing approach and you know this was several years back so maybe we're starting to see that they know where to put officers and and you know it's not like crime has stopped but it's reduced and that's great and is it a result of of this data driven policing I think there's some evidence to say yes but you know as far as um feeling safe right um It's interesting. So I'm a dating coach and I I had a a consultation with a a prospective client uh, last week and and she told me that she was terrified to go on dates, just absolutely terrified. And she she said, I would rather I would rather speak in front of a group of 30,000 people than than go on a first date. And I was like, that's you know, that's that's a lot. So as we kind of peeled back some of the layers, one of the things that she casually mentioned and didn't mean even to say was that she was a big fan of true crime and watched Dateline and have never missed an episode and and uh, listens to all the podcasts and you know it it skews our perception of what is the sources that we that we seek after we're gonna start to notice you know all those things, so you know that that factors in as well. I think.
1: Oh, absolutely. In fact, I was talking to a class of mine up at the U the other day about this thing called cognitive ease, that which we hear or read or see a lot about. We begin mm-hmm. to feel comfortable believing is true. So if we see, you know, daily reports on the news or in social media or somewhere about crime, it will seem right to us that we live in a more violent place and if we, if we see statistics to the contrary we're gonna do we're gonna be that causes cognitive disease and now yes. we're not sure that yeah, fascinating topic i need to take a break but we'll be right back this is a woman's view on ksl news radio back in a moment